when I saw that explode, <laughs> that botch explosion at the end, yeah. and I think I texted you, and I was like, is it, was that, did they mess it up? Yeah, I couldn't tell, because yeah. it's just like, I don't know if the, uh, I don't know if the sparklers helped, right? Because I feel like that's what got <laughs> What bored. were the sparklers supposed to do exactly? <laughs> like, so was, was that part of it? Yeah, so I was thinking maybe it was supposed to be like, you know, when you light the fuse on a firecracker? Yeah. It gives you the tss before it goes, but this this wasn't like a Bugs Bunny, Acme, you know, type of bombs. This was supposed to be the ones that were just like like landmines that you would just go off so the smoke and the sparks made sense, but that it just didn't hit. Mm-hmm. But it was it was crazy though cuz everything else before that was really good. Like that bat to the chest, like he wrapped the exploding barbed wire on the bat. I mean, they were they the were chest. they were selling the gimmick match like big time. Yeah. It was working. Oh yeah, it was totally working. I thought some of the you know uh, everything they did with like where they they spaced out their explosions enough. Every, you know they 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 did them just right. Yeah, they didn't overdo it. They didn't overdo it. They 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 had them. Uh, you know the bat worked really good. I didn't think that. You know, every time they pull out the bat, I'm just like, Ugh. you know, what <laughs> I mean? it's rough. Yeah, it's just like. It's. I, I mean, I'm all for it, but it just like, come on! It it totally looks like a Nerf bat. Come on! It does, yeah. Well, did you notice? Uh, that was that was old school. Who who did the actual? Uh, it was Tully. Yeah. At the end of this uh, dynamite, where he hit the bat mm-hmm. on the rope to show you this is a real bat. Yeah. You know that's an old school technique. Like before, I don't hit you with this. I'm going to show how real it is. Uh-huh. Uh So, but yeah, I I don't know. It's just like if, if you're in a real, like if someone broke into your house and you have a bat, you're going to swing at their noggin. You know, yeah. you're not going to, you know, hit them in the gut. Right. And then hit them in the backbone. One of these. Yeah. Yeah. You, so you know it's going <laughs> to go. Spear like that. with a bat. So I, I feel like, yeah, maybe the bat. And I'm not really 100% sure why Jericho has a bat. I don't feel like he <clears> needs a bat. Yeah. But I mean, it works as a prop, and that's fine. Yeah. But it, it worked on the, in, in the barbed wire match just because it, the, the barbed wire wrapped in bat has become right. you know pretty infamous you know mm-hmm. obviously mick foley cactus jack was doing it a long time ago and then it was brought back to life by negan on walking dead right you know lucille so just and to have it the 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 exploding bob wire around there i thought that worked good and then you would swing it and you know maybe then he's like i defended it so it hit him in the chest mm-hmm. oh and they did they did a lot of stuff great like it was that one um when um <clears throat> they were talking about it when uh, Moxley kicked out of um, Omega's finisher. Oh yeah, and that was a big deal because yeah, because he used the because <laughs> he used he used the the yeah. explosion and that's great. Like that's good booking, right? Like they took care of both of them on that one. Oh, that was great psychology, and that's yeah. what you want, right? They just like you're using you're telling a story. Yeah, and 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 Mox is very old school in that sense, and you can tell that was a great that was a great addition to to add that in. Just to realize that this was part of it, and they and look because it gets to the point where it's just like I don't want to sound like Jim Cornette, just like well, what else do I got to do? I just got to take out a gun and shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, but there's He's, something to that. Yeah, I mean, I I enjoy Jim Cornette. I like listening to him, you know. Uh, as a, as a radio personality, you know, but he's got very old school ideas about yeah. wrestling, you know. And this is the old school because just like would. Would have wrestling have lasted as long as it did even before Vince said it's sports entertainment, pal? <laughs> I mean, before that, it was just like, would it have lasted because the internet, as right. soon as information came out, because you had the underground newsletters, but I mean, you had to be pretty hardcore. Now, very casual people can pretty much get. So, I, I mean, I think it may have been inevitable anyway. But look, it's just like, 
you know, to what Jerry Lawler says, like we barely used to touch each other and everybody believed it. Now we beat the shit out of each other and nobody believes it. You know, so there's something to that because it's just like, look, those guys, they were hitting each other hard. Make no mistakes. They had welts. That barbed wire has barb to it. I don't know if it's like 100%. Like, yeah, what, what is that? It is it is barbed wire, but I think they just I think they just numb down the uh, the ends. Oh, like the nubs or whatever? Yeah, so you still, you're still getting cut, you know, so there's <clears> still some, there's still very much potential for danger in these matches. And and look, and, and the pyro, we've seen, like, Jeff Hardy's been set on fire by accident. Undertaker's been set on fire by accident. So there is a, a legitimate level of danger that's here. Yes. So I'm surprised they just didn't go all out and just like, okay, I'm going to cover your face and I'm going to go on there and we're going to just have these things explode. I think if it would explode it on all four sides of the ring and didn't have, even if the sparklers were a little less and that explosion, if it had more smoke, it just needed to be loud and it needed to have smoke. Yeah. It wasn't very loud. Yeah. If it was loud and you saw a bunch of smoke, it would have been fine. Yeah. And you didn't see it going in the other direction. And look, you know, uh, What's his name? He he was in close. You know, he was covered up, right? The Mad King mm-hmm. on top of him. They could have legit said, okay, we're going to have like somewhat like fireworks. I mean, you can go to, you could have go to Chinatown and get some blockbusters, you know, that's like a quarter of a stick of dynamite. And you could have done <laughs> that and got a loud enough boom. Yeah. You know, we used to throw those at each other like firecrackers. <laughs> so we had problems, but that would have been loud enough that you had four <clears> on <throat> each side of the ring. Yeah. That would have boomed loud. And if you just had smoke after that. I think it would have been totally fine. Well, apparently they did a test explosion before the show, and it went off great. It did. Oh, and then wow. And the second one was a dud. Oh, that sucks. But That's again, hard. and you know, I hate, I hate to harp on it, and I hate to be about a Karen about this, but like, I'd like to speak to the manager. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you, know, you know, I always, my thing with pay-per-views is, I'm always like, okay, I'm not going to get it tonight. I'm just home at the house by myself. I don't need to <laughs> shout right. out for it, right? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and then like. Start watching the pre-show, and they talk me into it, and I just, it's so easy to just hit buy. And so I the say, pre-show worked for you? Yeah. The pre-show worked? Yes, it does. The pre-show it, it, did work. Well, it's, it's gotten me every time. Like, <laughs> it never doesn't. That's the idea. It never doesn't. So <laughs> so it got me, I got in, whatever. And it was it was a good pay-per-view overall. Um, yeah, but, it was solid. But I was definitely buying it for the exploding barbed wire death match. That's 100% why I bought yeah. it. Yeah. That, and, was, that was enough of a, of a gimmick to do that. Yeah. And... The other issue with it, and you know, and that could have been written off as accidental. Uh, Mox did a great job live after the show covering up for it. It's just yeah. like, because Kitty, you know, they showed, you know, they showed the cleaner, you know, they showed <clears throat> him Kenny Omega building the ring. So let's, right. let's do the right thing and put the heat on the heel. Yes. And it's just like, that was a great match, but man, he couldn't build a ring for shit. Yeah. That was perfect. He, Built, you know, he put the heat on the right person, but, but not on TV. No, on That's Dynamite, the they didn't cover. They didn't cover it well. Because look, if you wanted the emotion, you know, and these guys are very emotional, and you can tell there's a, a legit level of realism to them that that's their real personality. They could have been like, look, we know Kenny messed up. You know, he can't build a ring, an exploding ring worth of crap. But you didn't know that when you jumped on top of me, right? Yeah. yeah. It was Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah. They threw the dummy grenade, and he jumped on the grenade, not knowing it wasn't going to blow up. They could have just did the same exact thing for Eddie Kingston. Yeah. 
He jumped on the grenade, not knowing it wasn't going to blow up, but he proved that I'm, I'm all, I got my drinking buddy back. Yeah. And I think they should have put more emotion into that. Not like put my hand over the heat and it's like, yeah, it was still hot though. Cause it, it, it wasn't at that point we were, it wasn't about the explosion. It was about the emotion that it was just like five, four, and you dove on your friend to protect him. Yeah. We wanted the emotion of that. By that, it doesn't matter that it didn't go off. You could have just done the Captain America on there, and they didn't do that live. And I feel right. like that was a missed opportunity to to pivot. Right, and it, it it just stems from the fact that you know whatever they're, they're doing a great show, and I I don't have a wrestling show, so I can't I can't speak. Yeah. But you know there was no plan B to say hey if the fireworks don't if it's a dud don't you know don't sell it so hard yeah you know, turn over what you know just anything else to do before they go to black. And that would have been enough. Yeah, that would have been enough. They should have just had some smoke bombs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anything. A plan, as a plan B. But yeah. yeah, they didn't have that. But it was, like I said, it was, still a, it was still a solid show. I wouldn't say it was a bad show. It sucks that they got a lot of heat. Pardon the pun for that. But mm-hmm. they got a lot of heat. Uh, they actually used their copyright powers to pull down a lot of the, uh, the dud from social media. Did they really? To, oh, yeah. They did. They, That's interesting. Yeah, so it's just like usually they're fine with it and they'll let you do it, but uh, you know, <clears> they, <throat> they definitely exercise their copyright owner, pull this stuff down. Is it still on to. the pay-per-view on BR Live? I yeah, wonder. that's a good question. I wonder I if they – you think they'd censor it out? Uh, yeah, I, maybe they do, you know, or maybe they just let it be, you know, because, look, either way it's going to get eyeballs now at this point. Yeah. So it's just like – Vince was always terrible about that. It was just like, oh, it didn't work, so let's pull it down. Got a lot of people are like, would go back and watch it, and it's like you're still going to get the eyeballs, right? And that's mm-hmm. still what we're in the business of, you know. Now, no longer ass in seats, it's ass on couches, eyeballs on TV or eyeballs on your device to watch it. So I feel like they should just leave it, leave it alone. Let people go look. Yes, at it. I paid fifty dollars for it. I own it. Yes, I was just <laughs> like don't don't take this away. Yeah. So, so but yeah, still a solid show though. Uh, the the follow up. The you know the comeback show from Dynamite uh, after it was really good too. Yeah. Uh, you know I really enjoyed what they did with uh, Inner Circle and MJF. I feel like that was a good payoff. Mm-hmm. You know I think that was even though they didn't introduce anyone new, but introducing that new faction was worthy of a lights off. What's going on? Lights on. They're all standing there. That felt very old school because there was a couple of swerves in there. Yeah, just like you had the camera swerve. And they're like, you know, and then they set him up to just like, we're going to show you that MJF is like a no good, you know, good heel. So they had Sammy setting up the camera and then like, okay, you found out this way. We're about to whoop your butt. And they started moving close to him. And then they turned around and like, no, now we're going to whoop your ass. And then he played it off. And then he's just like, no, it was like watching chess. It really was like watching chess. And then the camera went off and it was just like, they were one step ahead of each other every time and then it ended up that mjf stayed ahead of him and i thought that was great one thing aew does well and i was going to text you this while i was watching it they excel at creating factions they do they're really good and like even i mean what's their weakest one has been dark order but they're still around and they're kind of over now yeah they're over now <laughs> yeah they are over now yeah. it's just like because and even when they weren't people were interested of like who was in you know who was the what would they call them the the exalted one mm-hmm that got a lot. Yeah, of, everybody uh, thought it was gonna be Matt Hardy for a while. Yeah, they thought it was gonna be Matt Hardy. They thought it was gonna be Raven. Mm-hmm. You know, they they actually even paid to have Raven sit in the crowd and watch, and then they showed him on there, and it's just like, as far as I know, he doesn't work for him, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he still like showed up and sat there and like, wait a minute, was that Raven? Yeah, and then he never came back again. <laughs> I love that about AEW. They have yeah. that freedom to sort of like dip their toe in other. other oh waters. yeah, and they're and it's, it's good. Just, 
it's it's ripe for the picking that they're they're ripe to be the number one show right now. Like they're about to be, huh? Because I mean, NXT's moving. Yeah, are they moving? I heard that's been the rumor that Ooh. they're moving to Tuesday. Oh, because I, I wasn't sure if they give me work while moving to Peacock. Now that they're going to be <clears> on Peacock. Well, they're... I just meant I don't know if that's the case, but dates they're definitely moving. Wait, not definitely. I'm just like spreading rumors. Wow. But I heard that that's that's in the plan. And why not? If you're NBC and you got NXT now. To be like, why would we going to have this on Wednesday against another wrestling show? That doesn't make any sense. We could just easily put it on Tuesday. You know, for armchair quarterbacking, I think the WWE's first mistake was that they took NXT off the app and then put it on USA. Right. I was clamoring for them to do that a long time ago. And just like, why, instead of having a three-hour Raw, have a one-hour NXT and then a two-hour Raw on the same night? That way, at least you're getting a different show. Yeah. So, but they didn't do that. You know, then... They, they try to put it against, and look, they they're trying to recreate that Monday Monday Night War magic, you know. And then they have the Wednesday Night War, but wars are waged differently now, whether it's real wars or TV wars, streaming or, wars, or cola wars, streaming wars. Everything's different, now. and everything is uh, on demand. You know, everything is on watching demand. a show live is pretty old school. Yeah, so I mean, I didn't think they should have did that, but look, it it ended up that it wasn't, it didn't turn into a competition because back before. I mean, like for us, we were fine, right? Because we, we had the replay and we set a VCR and we, we could we'd go back and watch it the way we wanted to. Right. Now it's way too easy to watch whenever you want. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I don't think there's going to be that kind of war that you'd want. It's just like, they just like, let's do the picture in picture so no one changes the channel. It's just like, where well, I'm not even sure that anyone has like the type of remote that changes that channel. I don't know if you need to go through any streaming. It's not that easy to change the channel. Unless you have regular cable at this point. Yeah. Which uh, the number of people that have that is dropping daily. Yeah, it, it's very low. So you can't change the channel. You have to reset your whole Roku. Yeah, exactly. So I <laughs> Go don't back th- to the home screen <laughs> and search. Yeah, and- it's not easy. Yeah. So <clears throat> I don't know, but it, it's good. I mean, I want, th- I want them all to succeed. I'm not interested in anyone going out of business. I'm more interested in having compelling television because Vince McMahon said something that said we're no longer just competing with another wrestling company or a sports entertainment company. We're competing with everything. And I didn't originally believe that, but I do believe that now. Yeah. Because you basically have people that are sitting in front of multiple devices. So to keep your eyeballs on that same device, because you can have it, right? You can have one streaming on each device, So, but you want the attention to stay there. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and they're having trouble with that, you know, cause they're just like, now it's just like multiple, so many hours of content, you know, and it's just like, and it, and it, and it loses feeling special. So, and I think NXT, they basically, it was magical. It was doing great. And they basically took everybody that made that magic and they weren't able to recreate it. In my opinion, on that next run, it's, it's getting harder for them to create stars. You know, and even yeah. the ones that they were created, like some of them are wanting to stay there to keep yeah. that. But it's just like, you know, it's a pet peeve. Not everybody <clears throat> could have like a heavy metal song. Not everybody should have greasy hair. Not everybody Yeah, I think you described a, it once as NXT is too heavy metal. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah, that's the way. Everything is a heavy metal entrance. Yeah. Everything's a carnival ride. I can't uh, do that, man. I, I it, always go back to the honky tonk man. Mm-hmm. It's just like how terrible would he, how terrible would a honky tonk man heavy metal song yeah. sound? Right. Mm-hmm. It just wouldn't work. And one thing about, I think, WWE, NXT, whatever, uh, they have an issue because they've got nobody to, to job for them. Okay. So they've no. got everyone is a potential star. So 
you're asking them to to you know do the job to put people over or whatever and i don't know it it, it dilutes the product you yeah. know you, I agree. As just like I, and again, as former enhancement talent, I do realize the important of importance <laughs> right. of enhancement talent. Where back then you would think like, why shouldn't you make everybody special? But there is a way to have enhancement talent and make the other person feel special, and then maybe get the other person over. Mm-hmm. They're missing something where it's just like they're not allowing a lot of people to get over organically. They're really trying to shape it, where it was easier to if you get the right piece of enhancement talent. You know, that'll actually make that star. Eventually, you can get a Hardy Boys level breakout that are just like that's all they used to do is take great bumps for people when they were enhancement talent and then they turned into this. So, you need a way to see the stars and not give away the stars going at each other. Mm-hmm. They lost the house show model, right? TV was just a commercial for your house show that will give you, we're going to show you who the stars are. They may rub shoulders, they're never going to fight. You want to see them fight you're going to have to pay to go to the house show. Right. And then the pay-per-view turned into the house show. It's just like, you want to pay, you're going to have to pay per view to watch them fight. But now they're just more interested in that ad revenue. So they're just basically giving it away for free and they're giving away all the money matches. And it's just like, you still need money matches. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, and that's what's missing. And then, okay, they're going to gimmicks, exploding barbed wire death match. That's a month that turned into a money match, even though we already saw Mox versus Omega, but that was a money match. <clears throat> Royal Rumble. They, I'm okay with that. If you guys want to have just like, okay, TV's just going to have regular, regular matches, but we're going to have some gim- different gimmicks around each one. Fine. That's totally fine. Make it feel a little bit more special because that's what's missing. You know, just like whether it's the star or the match, it has to feel special if you're going to invest 50 bucks on a pre when the pre show pulls you in, yeah, you, it better feel special, right? And I'd like to speak to the AEW manager, yes, <laughs> about this pay per view, please. I'd like to speak to your manager, please.